Hi there, everybody, and welcome to the Robin Moof Experience. I am Moof. And I am Rob. Hope everybody's doing well this week. Uh, we have a lot planned for this episode. I think this is going to be the best one yet. It's only episode three, but we have a lot of things planned. So, Yes, we do. Uh, today we're going to be talking about um, Assassin's Creed, uh, the entire franchise. That is going to be the main topic we're going to cover today. But first, we wanted to do some news. Uh, I will go first, and Ladies as first, some of you, as they always as some, say, ah, ah, <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, age before beauty. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm precisely. It like gives me time to light this you. tobacco cigarette. Right. So, don't do drugs. Uh, don't do drugs. <laughs> uh, drugs are bad. Okay. Stay in school. So, as some of you may have heard, um, coming up is the tenth year anniversary of the release of skyrim and you know they're gonna release the game again jesus christ but here's the <laughs> so here's the kicker so if so you you robbie you played the game primarily on pc correct yeah i've logged probably about between a thousand and twelve hundred hours on pc and how how, how much of that time was non-modded like 80 hours. Okay. So let's <laughs> assume for the sake of, of argument. I did a lot of modding. Yeah. So let's assume for the sake of argument then that you were still playing Skyrim with mods. Okay. And you were on the SKSE, the Skyrim Special Edition. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which is the current iteration of the game. Right. And you have the game modded the way you like it. So you are going to get the 10th anniversary edition forced on you as an update okay. a la overwatch 2 unless you go onto steam and stop it from you know halt it from updating skyrim further right and it up it updates the compiler so now i can no from, longer mod well no you can mod but all but <coughs> it updates i think from the 2010 compiler to the 2019 era compiler and the 29 the diff the changes basically there's a lot of like um addresses that are no longer that got streamlined or deleted or combined and so all of the mods have to be re-addressed by the mod creators, like in the mod code. Man, that's so it, much like, work for them to do. Right. Well, that's it's, a, a well, and a, a lot of these ridiculous... mod creators, like how long, how long ago did they create the mod? You know, seven years ago. Like, you really Not think that guy's gonna get ago. on? Not very. No, long let's ago. say a dude created a mod seven years ago when he was in college for computer engineering or whatever. Right. Okay, and now he works for you know Activision making Call of Duty skins. Okay, you really think that dude has any spare time or the will or the drive to get on no, and make his mod work no. still? No, dude. So they're going to be Hell relying no. on people who are currently modding the game, which, who knows, they might just be but like, why would you do that? That's the only reason the game is still around and has any, any, uh, like, the only reason it's valid, the only reason still people still talk about it is because of the right. mods in the modding community. And for them to just screw that intentional, just leave it, for fuck's sake. Right. <laughs> Like, 
Nobody cares if it's a 2010 compiler anymore. Like, Give it, us Elder Scrolls 6. We want Elder Scrolls 6. Yes. We don't we want, want another Skyrim. Don't want... <laughs> yeah. On that subject, Todd Howard, if you're listening. Oh, geez. He's probably not. No, he's, <laughs> he's probably not. not. But he's probably not. It doesn't matter. I'm. Just, the point is, the point is, we want Elder Scrolls 6, but like until you give it to us, don't fucking throw a wrench in the gears of Elder Scrolls 5. Right. I mean, come on, That's dude. A shame. Like, it's That's a, a shame. shame I'm glad that I already logged all the hours I'm ever gonna log on Skyrim. Already. Right. For real. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever find that game up again. To be Skyrim is. We're we will cover we will cover the Elder Scrolls in a different in a episode. future video. Future video. Probably not anytime soon, uh, to be honest with you guys. Right. I don't really want to talk about that. <laughs> do, you, do you have any news? Yeah, so I'm trying to find the... I believe it's David Gaff is his name. Um, I'm looking at my watch history on YouTube because I saw this video earlier on YouTube that absolutely had me dying. Um, David Jaff... Jaffs? J-A-F-F-E. At J-A-F-F-E-S, David Jaffs. Uh, apparently, he worked on God of War. He's one of the developers for God of War. Um, and he has the hottest of takes on Metroid Dread, and I just found it hilarious because I'm playing through Metroid Dread right now. And he got about 30 minutes into the game, got stuck in a portion where you're supposed to shoot the ceiling to destroy some bricks. Okay, which... The game is hard. It's a difficult game. Uh, not anybody will be able to just pick it up and play it and be a pro at it, for sure. Especially if you haven't really played other Metroid games. Um, essentially, he got stuck while he was streaming it. And his chat told him to shoot the ceiling, which in turn he was like, what the fuck, how was I supposed to know to do that? And then, you know, obviously at the beginning of the game, one of the text boxes that come up are, you might have to shoot the walls and ceilings to destroy hidden blocks and explore like it literally explains the beginning of the game um okay and then also i guess he his chat was also saying that he needs to use a pro controller for the game which mm -hmm. recommended for sure a pro controller is a great controller it feels great it it works perfectly for every game the joy cons are mediocre at best to be honest with you like that's true. The media, like the like the Joy Cons, are not as good as a Pro controller. It's an Xbox controller, right? But you still can use the Joy Con controllers. I watched a video of a guy speedrunning Metroid, and he used Joy Cons. You know, and so. So I will I watch just this found video. That hilarious! I'll, I'll have to send it. Here's to you. I'm gonna. I I have just pulled it up. I pulled it up. I have it up. I want to read a couple of the top comments on it. <laughs> okay, I'm there. down for that. I okay. haven't even looked at the So this one out. says, I thought he was just some boomer that posted random videos on YouTube. Knowing that he is actually a game designer just makes his rants all the more embarrassing. He was talking about how it's, as a game designer, okay. as a game designer, it is horrible game design to have hidden blocks. Have you ever played a fucking Metroid before? That's how the game fucking works. You need and to this be... Is my, this is... This is the other one that's good, which says, when I had a moment like this, it was not a this is bad design moment. This was I'm a fucking moron moment. Right, right, dude. <laughs> like, and it's funny because the guy in the video that I watched there. earlier uh, was saying, oh, you know, he was stoned. So he could have, you know, been stoned and not been able to figure out, bro, 
I'm stoned every time I play Metroid Prime or Metroid Dread. And I have not got stuck there, in a spot for two fucking hours, 30 minutes into the game. I'm sorry. There are. There's no, only I'm been sorry, one dude, or two spots where I truly had to go and look up well, how to do it. That guy's old enough to have played old Metroid. And there's only like one rule in old Metroid. He claims that which he is has played Metroid. Shoot the doors and walls and any, right. you know, shoot everything and you have in the to game. get power-ups to progress, you know. Like Unbelievable. You have to get, it's just such a hot take That's for, hilarious. like, That's it's a classic crazy. case of dude sucks at the game, he got pissed, and wants to bitch about it, which right. well, is all within I'm, his right. I just think it's a really dumb take and a really, really stupid take, and this is why I don't have a PlayStation. I mean, there's the other <laughs> thing that, you know, that that speaks to is the idea that all games are made for everybody, and I don't want to be a fucking gatekeeper here. Well, okay, the, the, so but there he's... should no, there should just let me say this, okay? It there should not necessarily be a difficulty setting in every game. Right. If Dark Souls doesn't want to put a difficulty in the game, there shouldn't be a difficulty in the game. But on the flip side of that, if a game wants to put in a fucking stupid easy mode where everything dies in one hit, that right. should be okay too, and people shouldn't be shamed for playing well, he's on a story advocate, mode he's an advocate for of not like being the good. modern video game which is essentially you know accessible accessible everybody can pick it up and play it and win yeah. at it you know that's just the way it is games aren't made the way they were before and the fact that metroid they created this metroid dread as a classic feeling game i was telling you earlier dude i feel like i'm playing a game 20 years ago and it yeah. feels really it, good. Right. I, I love it. And it reminisces me of me getting up in the middle of the night, firing up the NES without my parents knowing, and playing Metroid, and then getting in trouble right. and getting my ass whooped for it. But, you know, that's how I played through the first Metroid, was in the middle of the night, I would get up and fire it up and sneak it, and, you know. Yeah. My mom yeah. doesn't watch this. She'll never know. No, you know, I mean, I think I think all our parents know that we used to get up and play video games. They caught us so many times doing it. I'll tell you mine. Right. This is the farthest I had to go. Okay, so some some of you, if you listen to this, may or may not be old enough to remember this great thing called dial-up that existed Ooh, yeah. before Wi-Fi and broadband. You got okay? mail, but well, no, okay, yeah, AOL was something. Okay? Right, but when you wanted to get onto the internet, you had to you had to connect via a phone line. Okay. And so most houses had to get a second line dedicated for this. Otherwise, if you got a phone call or someone tried to make a phone call, it would shut, it would interrupt whatever you were doing online, mm -hmm. which made it terrible to play games. But so my parents, I convinced them finally to get a dedicated line. I was a RuneScape addict. And you still are. I would, I still am, but I would <laughs> log on to the AOL while they were still awake, like out in the sunroom watching TV. I would log on to it and then I would I would set the computer to not go to sleep and then I would turn the monitor off and I would wait till after they had gone to bed and then I would come out and get on because when you connected to the internet it used the computer used to scream at you okay it used to it used to dial a number you'd hear it go loud as fuck like if you did it in the middle of the night wake up everybody in your neighborhood see i didn't do a lot of and... online gaming when i was a kid oh man so uh we didn't really have a computer yeah. like that until hmm, i don't even know to be honest with you, i can't remember but we didn't really have a computer like that in the house 
so we didn't. But we had like an NES, and we had PlayStation One, PlayStation Two. Um, yeah, I had I had Sega and NES, and then I got PS Two, and I played Final Fantasy X, which changed my life. But that we'll we get should into that do a Metroid Dread episode of this. We should definitely because um, <laughs> or just a Metroid episode in general. Because uh, the the Metroid Prime they get, game they made for the DS is probably one of the greatest DS games in existence. Um, and but anyway, you know what's funny about that game? Yes, that was a remake of an NES game. The the Metroid. Uh, God, I'm gonna have to Google it, dude. It's like, it was, it was like Metroid Prime. No, Metroid Prime was GameCube, and I hated Metroid Prime. Just because oh, dude, there was... it's not really a Metroid game. It's first-person shooter. Met- Metroid Metroid <laughs> Prime Hunters is what it was called. Yeah, that was... DS game. Um, man, I'm the first to... there person... was another DS game they came out the with. First person... Oh, this is the first-person one they made in 2006. It was great. Um, I didn't like the first-person ones just because... Is it really Metroid? It's okay. Okay, so let's get into I wish they would make a. Talk. I I wish they would make a Metroid game first-person now. Because of the technology we have, it would be fucking awesome. It would be basically Halo, you know. It, but yeah, <laughs> it would be Halo. Let me get the name of this Metroid game that I'm thinking of before I okay. before I uh, before we before we before we start our main topic, topic of Ass Creed. Okay. I mean yes. Assassin's Creed. Um, Ass Creed. It's Metroid Two. Return of Samus was the original game. Okay. And then they, they remade, remade that for the DS. DS. I believe it was the like DS. a remaster or a remake, or the Wii U or the Wii or something. I don't know. Was it just a port or was it an actual? Remake? <coughs> I believe it was a remake. Okay, a cool. full remake. Yeah, they did a lot of remakes for um, DS. I still have a DS, bitch. Yeah, I <laughs> don't. Um, okay, so tonight's main topic is going to be Assassin's Creed, and before we begin, I am going to say spoiler alert. Right. If you haven't played okay. any Assassin's Creed games. You should do so now. Pause or the video. Go play all the Assassin's Creed them. games. Right. Come back to the video and press play. <laughs> main main storyline. Yes. Um. So, I wanna I wanna start tonight's discussion quickly by discussing the most recent three Hold Assassin's on. Creed games. What's your favorite Assassin's Creed game and why? Assassin's Creed Rogue is my favorite Assassin's Creed game already. because you get to play as a Templar. Temp- Look, the Templars are the good guys. Which we will get into later when Which we're we'll talking into... more about the lore of it. Right. But um, I, I want to discuss specifically the most, the three most recent games. Well, what's your favorite Assassin's Creed game? Let's, I'm Assassin's gonna, Creed I... 2, because... Yeah, I was going to say it was going to be 2 or 4. You know, you have an interactive bank scene. You know, yeah, okay. You know, yeah. Interactive I mean, sex scene in the beginning yeah. of the game. And when I came out, I was like... 17, 18, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, really horny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll just go with that. Okay, so it was also I pretty start... good gameplay-wise, but... Go I ahead. want to start with the three most recent ones, okay, <clears throat> which are, in order, Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. Uh, when Assassin's Creed Origins came out, I maintained that it did not feel like an Assassin's Creed game, and that it they could have just called it Origins and dropped all the references to Assassin's Creed and it would have been just as good of a game and a lot less confusing. But that's where the money is, so they didn't. But that's where the money is, and right. <laughs> so, I, 
aside from, <clears throat> pardon me, the inside the Animus story, i.e. Egypt, Greece, and <clears throat> Viking England, there is a there is a story going on outside. Okay, that is in the initial in the original Assassin's Creed games is is a is a major part of it, right? Desmond's story is pretty clear and concise what's going on. Right. You know, it's obvious. Well, in this, it's less obvious, okay? So, in Origins, the main character is a woman named Layla who is working for Abstergo, okay? And against... She's, she's tasked with re- retrieving Egyptian artifacts. <clears throat> um, and instead, she finds a mummy... And she she decides to use the animus to go live the life of the mummy, to help her you know to help her find this stuff. Okay, and she lives the life of Bayek. And then who's a really cool character? Uh, I really liked this character. Right. Um, Abstergo sends a team of people to kill her. Okay. Um, and then later on, she gets woken up out of the animus by William Miles, the leader of the assassins, Desmond's dad. Right. Okay. And. Um, they go to for modern day Alexandria to go do whatever they're to go do the next part of their mission, right? <clears throat> Which then becomes Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay, at the end of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, she gets the Staff of Eden. Okay, now I I want to explain something here. Okay, it, the precursors are a part of Assassin's Creed lore, this race that existed before, right? And in this new in the new trilogy, they've like renamed them the Isu. Okay, but I'm gonna continue to call them the precursors. Now Robbie because this that's is what they are. Right. So they made this right. staff that makes you regenerative and immortal and all that shit. Right. Okay. Um so um Layla tr- travels um Okay, they, re- they, they reactivated Lanthus, basically. They get the staff. They go reactivate Atlantis. They analyze the data. Um, and Layla encounters Cassandra, the main character's sister. Or Alexios, if you, if you chose Cassandra. And they're holding the staff. They kept alive back. <coughs> Cassandra warns Layla. Cassandra being the better um, choice due to, like... Right, but the, so the, the person warns Layla um, that there needs to be, like, a balance between chaos, the assassins, and order, the Templars, and that... that that hints that Layla's gonna like save the world and help maintain the balance. Right. Okay. So then you get into Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I don't know how much of it you played specifically. Okay. But there's a character in Assassin's Creed Valhalla named Bassin. Mm-hmm. Okay. I now can before look I get into this, how many hours of it I played? <laughs> well, I just put one part in the story. Okay, but. So, I don't remember. I haven't played so it in a long time. In in the ancient ancient <coughs> history in the in the world, the Isu, the precursors, s- tried six times to like stop the destruction of the planet, and failed. Okay, and so for their seventh try, they decided to upload their consciousnesses, mm-hmm. consciousness, into I would just say, the human. That's a weird word, man. I don't like that human, word. <laughs> yeah, but they but they, they they did it. They uploaded them their their themselves into the human genome with the idea that they would one day be 
reborn. Reincarnate. Okay. Okay. You with me so far? Right. Okay. Yeah. So barely these, hanging on by a thread, but yes. right. So these Isu had the names of like some of the ancient Greek and Roman and and Viking gods. Okay. So like you know the whole tale of like Odin killing killing Loki's son and yeah imprisoning Fenrir and all this yeah. shit. Okay. So like this is worked into that story, and they're like they're Isu, they're precursors. Okay, and they upload themselves into the into the human genome. Okay, so so Basim the assassin, Basim Ibn Nabak or whatever the hell his name is. Okay, is the reincarnation of Loki. Okay. Okay. So he's the one who sent. So so he's guiding. He he believes. He's the reincarnation of Loki. Eivor, the main character, is the reincarnation of Odin, which is why you keep having those Odin trips in your head. Right. Because you're Odin. And then, and and your brother Sigurd is the reincarnation of Tyr. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm okay. To <laughs> so he he leads you. You get to this 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 place where there's a. Uh, um, a precursor site, okay? Right. And you get, you and Sigurd get trapped in a dream. You get picked up by this machine and trapped in a simulation that is Valhalla. You think you're in Valhalla, okay? And you keep reliving this day over and over again where you feast and kill and fuck, right? Right. Okay? And Sigurd's loving it, right? And Eivor's kind of like, thinks something's fishy, okay? And then you see your father there and you're like, no, my dad wouldn't be here because he didn't die an honorable Viking death or whatever, right? right. He wouldn't have made it to Valhalla. So, like, you realize uh, that it's that it's a uh, that it's a trip, right? It's a simulation. You escape with Sigurd, okay? And then when you get outside of it, you get confronted by Basim, who tells you that you know you're the reincarnation of Odin and he's Loki and Sigurd's tier, right? And you think he's nuts, okay? Like the when I initially was watching this like i didn't think he was like i thought he'd lost it right okay right so then he tries to kill you okay why you fight him off huh why he's because you're odin and he wants revenge for fenrir okay okay this is really dumb but, i'm not gonna lie to you okay <laughs> i'm okay. not sure how much but i like this you right so you trap him you trap basim in the computer in the simulation and that's the end of it okay and I'm, you know, that's the regardless end. Regardless of, well, no, I, okay. So that's, that's the, like, <laughs> what? you know, based on some other choices you make, okay. Sigurd and Eivor have their own crap. I'm not trying to get into all that right. stuff, okay. The important, back, in, the important back in, things, back in 2020, okay. Like the assassins realized that like, you know, so uh, Desmond died to strengthen the magnetic field, right? Right. And, um, but now it's like too strong. So they need to return it to the right strength. Okay. So you, so now you know where this temple is. You go to the temple, bringing the bringing the staff of Eden to protect mm -hmm. yourself from lethal radiation or some shit. Okay, um, you you enter the the computer, which looks like a big tree. You see Basim hanging there. Okay, you like get picked up by the machine and drop the staff as you do. Okay, and then inside the machine, okay, you encounter Basim, who's trapped in there. Okay, 
and he says he reveals like I, he's the one who sent the message uh leading the assassins uh to Eivor uh and and in um so this is all his, like, pl his plan this is all a plan and he tells Layla how to stabilize the magnetic field okay um so is he an assassin but, well no he's he's a precursor so he's not a Templar or an assassin so he's just no his, okay you know, okay so so he's okay, not playing so, a side so we I don't know okay so <laughs> um activating the machine releases Bassem's corpse from the from the hook that's holding right. it, the, the the jack into the matrix thing right okay okay and and uh Layla's now trapped in the simulation she she encounters I think they call this thing the reader but it's like an AI okay that like they hint it might be Desmond okay and uh, together they would make they have to well okay but together they have to like work to prevent the extinction okay okay and she has to stay like it's gonna basically like she's she's gonna end up like dying right. stuck in this she's doing she's pulling a desmond to help ai desmond stop the world stop the world from ending again okay but Bassam's corpse falls off of the falls off the thing okay and and his arm lands on the staff okay wow how lucky which also coincidentally like has the consciousness of that's his, like, like some end game shit of a it, rat okay? walking over a time machine button regenerates himself regenerates his cells and brings him back to life so he goes back to the assassin camp and demands to speak with william miles and that's how it ends and and oh he like he goes back into the animus mm. to look for his children his okay. missing children. Okay. So I can see. Remember when we were talking about this like a month ago, uh -huh. maybe two months ago, and you were like, "It's kind of leading into a modernized Assassin's Creed." And I, of course, think that would be fucking cool if they did it correctly. And but high chance they wouldn't do it correctly, so it'd suck. Um, I can see where you'd think that, but think about it. He went to go look for his kids. In the Animus. So I'm sorry, dude. It's probably I going don't... to be him finding one of his kids, and you're going to play I... as one of his kids. Look, here's the thing. No, if that's the, the direction thing. they should take it, so that okay, way you're no. still playing through that history, you know, in the Animus as one of his children. It is already you know? too late. My, This is the problem is, and this is why I wanted to address this first so we could not talk, so we could talk about the rest of Assassin's Creed in isolation without the context of these games. Okay. It's because... The Assassins vs. Templar story beef is already good. Yeah, right. It doesn't need another layer. It doesn't need another layer. They're changing need... the game. It's like what they did with the Force in Star Wars. They changed the the, the Force. You know, right. they changed yeah. exactly, and that could be a whole another episode. To be honest with you, Let's, so I don't want to yeah. get too much I, into that. Yeah. But it's Let's very not, similar. No. Whereas it in just... they are changing the conflict. They're not necessarily putting another layer yeah, nobody, on the Templar and Assassin's I don't give a shit conflict. about ancient dead enemies right. reanimated. I, like, here's the thing. They sold me on being an assassin. Okay? Right. Playing Assassin's Creed 1, 2, and 3. I was down. Okay? I, I was sold. Was dope, I played any, you know? Okay? And then they sold me on being a Templar. Right. Okay? And that, like, so now I'm double sold. 
now they're trying and, and, to sell something else to you. And now they're instead like instead of just sell giving you shit. more but than what they the already thing. sold you. But this is the thing: is m almost nobody who played the game like gets that that's actually what happened. Like right. they think Basim's actually an right. assassin, not Loki. Right. Not a precursor. Even though he says he is in the game. Yeah, but it, the way he comes across, you just think he's crazy. Like it doesn't prepare you for that. And if you didn't, if right. you don't have the context, it didn't lead into DLCs it correctly. And extra games and just some of the right. knowledge of like Isu history and shit, precursor history. Like it just makes it doesn't make sense. They don't right. do a good job of explaining it within the context of the game, which took fucking eighty hours to complete. You'd think they could have slotted. Yeah, it no, somewhere. I put about fifty hours into it, and Dude, uh, you weren't even close. You weren't even close. <laughs> I was done with that shit. And for context, me and Move here have been. He has been wanting to tell me all this for months. Since the game came since out. Since he beat since the, the game. game came out. He's since been, it. he, yeah. and I, every time, I, no, man, I'm, I'll, I'll get back on it and finish it eventually. And I decided and I recently that I'm not going to do that because I don't have the time. I've got too much. I told him it wasn't worth it either. I've got too many of my was... hands and too many pies right now. The I can't take on another pie. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So now, <laughs> now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's get to the the good Assassin's Creed games. And let's start with Assassin's Creed 1. Okay, I haven't played that the game original. in a long time. I've only played it okay. once. So that, really? I am less versed on that than any other game, I would say, to be honest with you. Okay. Because well, I played that, you know, when it first came out and played through it once, man. And then yeah. pretty sure it came out. The, you, what are I your, don't know what year it came out. I'm gonna what's your bet? What's your, what, what, do you have any memories of playing Assassin's Creed 1? Anything that comes to that mind? That you were like, it was like medieval times, dude, to be honest with you. Yes, it was. I mean, I have the wiki pulled up here, so I can go through and look at this. But Al Altair kills yeah, his you play, you mentor. Yeah, you play as Altair, right? Al-Mu'alim. Al yeah, you kill your mentor because he... Right. He... Is attempt you believe he's attempting to misuse a piece of Eden, and then you refound the assassins. Right, order. but aside from the story, the thing that really hooked me in like when I played Assassin's Creed One, I didn't really think of this because it was a brand new game. But when Assassin's Creed Two came out, that's when I that's when it truly like I'm gonna play the fuck out of these games because this is gonna be going on for years. We're gonna be getting tons of these. You know, my, right. my brain was filled with what location can they do next? You know, you go from like was it England? I don't even know where the fuck they are in Assassin's Creed One. To no, they're they're in Syria. Syria, and then go to like Italy. Italy, and then what was the next after that? Assassin's Creed Three, America, America, America. That's a America. great one too. That's definitely that is okay. Top no way. I just want to say that is quite possibly. One of the greatest games of all time. Definitely in the top ten. Right. All time greatest games. I, I would agree with that. That's it's I mean it's not my favorite Assassin's Creed, but it is one of my no. favorite video games as a whole. Um, and that's just because the dude, it's a smooth game and the story is really like capturing. You know, capturing. it's a very and, it's a well, very especially okay. I guess we should we should acknowledge that if you are not an American citizen and you weren't taught about the Revolutionary War as though it was the greatest thing since sliced bread when you were a kid, right? Then you know, because like in England, we won our independence. People, you know, they really right. get you hyped up like, about that shit when you're learning. They're it. like, oh, that was that was a little scuffle. Like they don't, you know, like they don't learn it like we learn it. They don't, right. you know, they couldn't name all the battles and like 
all the shit that happened right and, and you know how crazy it was and the fact that like we were never gonna lose it because right. we had like a hundred times as many people as they did and uh and the french dude and the french but even beyond <laughs> the fact, like the french the, really kind of saved us a little bit there towards the, the end the fact so like i didn't i'm one of the rare people who was not a huge fan of assassin's creed 2 okay Everything was the same color. The sexy man. Ezio, Ezio is a is a fucking chump. Okay, dude, he's not a chump, dude. He fucks dude, bitches and gets money, man. Like literally, <laughs> literally, dude. And well, no, don't. Let's not forget the fact that he's a fucking rabid serial killer. No, he is a rabid serial killer. That's just okay. Because yeah, see, that. here's the thing, Altair. But the like, game in Assassin's Creed Ezio is not why it's my favorite <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Neither is the story of it. It's the fluidity of the combat system in that game was amazing for the time that it came out. I mean, it was very oh, sure. smooth. It was the controls were easy to learn. They're easy to learn, hard to master. You know, not everybody, not everybody can take on thirty fucking enemies at once unless no. you're really well, good you with could, the controls. Almost, almost you everybody know? could in Assassin's Creed Three, though. Right, that game was, was made great. for just taking out mobs, dude. I just mean, having a, a pile of r- dead red right, at your feet. Right, they did that shit on purpose, man. It was so... I could sit there and watch that forever. It was so mm-hmm. cinematic and epic, the, just the, the slaughter dude, that happened in that game. Like The boat. The story the is really... Uh, the story. Like, the story on that game, Assassin's Creed 3, is the, is the mm-hmm. best. It is the most capturing story and wholesome kind of a wholesome story if you think about it you know no it's not i think it's pretty wholesome at the beginning when you're like oh man you know the dude the dude from rogue he fell in love with this indian girl and they had a child and then then you find out about the you know being a shitty father to this child and abandoning him you know. Well, right, but like you have no context <laughs> for who Hatham Kenway is before right. Assassin's Creed. Well, 3. Assa- and you I think plays him for the first Rogue like three hours. Should have came out first. No, dude. I mean, here's the problem. Here's the but thing. I guess about you could always Rogue, play though. it first in the series when you're replaying it. So. Because, well, no, but here's the thing: is Assassin's Creed Four should have come out first chronologically. It takes place before three. Four is Black Ed- Flag. The main character, Black, Fl- Black, Black Flag. I like Black Flag. Edward Kenway is Hatham's dad. Right. 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 And the and so it, chronologically, it's four rogue and then three. Mm-hmm. And they did three, four well, rogue. No, liberation would be, I believe, after. Okay, Black we're Black. not count. We're not counting. That's a legit game. That's a three D. It's not one of those side scroller ones like the 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 China I, one. It's a DLC though. It's no, Assassin's it's not. Creed. It's, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's Assassin's it's Creed Three game. Liberation. Right, but you can buy it as just a. F- I, yeah, okay. You don't need so Assassin's can, Creed can, 4 to you play. Can, you can buy it uh, actually Far, Cry, Far Cry Blood Dragon as its own the game. The triple too, pack like... for Assassin's Creed uh, that comes with, I believe it comes with 3 and 4. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Well, so Assassin's Creed 3, I agree, has a very good storyline. And then Assassin's Creed 4, I'm going to be real with you, I thought was pretty boring. It was Assassin's okay. Assassin's Creed 4 was boring, but the coolest part of this this is what was co- what sold Assassin's Creed 4 is the naval, the naval shit. The the way that they went from Assassin's Creed 3 to 
full on yeah. being able to have your own ship and customize it, like it and sail the fucking high seas. Empty water, like tiny islands. Right. Like, and the she, story was yeah, not no, that great. That, that was the worst part of it. And, but, but they then, polished but the then, fuck out of it with Rogue. Okay. So for those of you so, who have not even heard of Assassin's Creed Rogue, a lot it of came out haven't. on exactly the same day as Assassin's Creed Unity. Unity came out on the PS4 and the Xbox One. And Rogue came out on the PS3 and the Xbox 360. Same day release, okay? Assassin's Creed Rogue takes place in the French-Indian War, right? Uh, Uh, Yeah, the French and and Indian War. You play as an Irishman named Shea Patrick Cormac, okay, who is an apprentice under Achilles back when he was younger and who through a series of events ends up being hunted by the assassins who he's a part of and takes he gets rescued by Haytham Kenway who then reluctantly recruits him into being a templar okay and outside the outside the animus experience you're a faceless employee at abstergo okay and you, fucking around in this memory you unleash a virus in the system and like uh, a higher up from abstergo comes to like manage you while you fix this right. problem okay his name's otso berg like, and he's is, like a, a high-ranking this, this is assassin's before. creed rogue and and so but as you as you solve the riddles hey, outside we're the animus spoiling assassin's creed rogue for me now. oh we're spoiling I'm, it hell no i haven't finished we're it sp- and that's one that i'm going to finish Oh, spoiler I alert! I downloaded it the other day, spoiler, so I am I, going to finish it. Spoiler alert! This is not fair. This I is agreed fair. to Valhalla this is, this and is not Assassin's Creed. Oh, no, we agreed to spoiler alert, <laughs> my friend. Okay, I won't spoil it all. Well, we're sitting, we're sitting at thirty-seven okay. minutes right now. Yeah, so but I won't spoil it all. But I'm going to take the too upshot long of with it. your explanation because no. the do. upshot of it all is that the. At the end of the Outside the Animus storyline, you get called up to Otto Berg's office. And he says, you know too much. Basically. Mm-hmm. Which you, you saw that coming from a mile away. Too much. I and saw he that opens coming. up a box. He opens up a box. And it's got a Templar ring in it. And he says... You have a decision to make, and your character p- looks down and picks up the box and looks at the ring, and then looks back up, and you see him pulling out a gun, and then it fades to black. Okay, and like at that point, I was so like emotionally invested in the game. Well, that's like, the first. I'm pretty sure that's the first time Abstergo was like blatantly called Templars, essentially. Like, the, like it's always been did hinted that... at that that Abstergo is ran by the Templars, but it's right. never confirmed. Well, you know, even if this is the, even really if this wasn't the confirmation, like I would, I you don't need to. It, at that point, he didn't need to pull a gun unless he was giving it to me. Like right. sign me up, dude. okay? Because <laughs> right. th- I was just like, I was like whole, like I had my mind blown by the by the storyline of Assassin's Creed Four or Assassin's Creed Rogue. And then what I did was I went back and I played one, two three and four mm-hmm. okay and but looking at it in that through lens. the eyes of a templar paying attention every time templars are talking or speaking or anything right okay and you realize very quickly that the assassins are terrorists 
okay? That they don't give a yeah. shit about human life yeah. or about human freedom, like they claim, or about they just want to kill people and they cause chaos. They just want chaos. Yeah, they, they want just chaos. want chaos. They don't give a. Sh- they don't want freedom. Now they want chaos. Hold on, though. The ultimate question is, though, what do you think assassins as people that you're playing as fully understand mm-hmm. that? Uh, absolutely you know not. Well, i truly the, think they did a great job with making no, the assassins look, feel like they're like the it looks like they're trying really like they they believe that they're trying to do the right thing here's the thing you know? no, here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing and this is the this is the trick of the media the fact that assassin's creed is so cinematic that when especially in assassin's creed 3 there are so many like darth vader luke moments Okay, right. where Haytham is like trying to convince Connor. Okay, but the music they're playing in the background is like suspenseful distrust music, not right. like, oh shit, he's blowing my mind music. And that, like, when you just, if you just go back and like look at the text, even just looking at it from through an objective lens and not an assassin tinged lens, right? Okay, you know, you can, you can see that. A lot of what he says makes sense. I don't think Haytham Kenway is the best spokesman for the assassin uh, or for the Templar right. I don't code either. or the Templar he's lifestyle. He's kind of a dick. Well, just he's kind of a bad <laughs> Templar. Okay? He's a little bit too much of an assassin <laughs> right. for my taste. Right? Like, he couldn't, and I'm, you know, I'm sorry, but, like, he couldn't even kill his own kid when, like, everything depended on it. Like, the, like, I, if I, I don't think you know I feel confident saying this because I don't think I'll ever be put in this position but if literally millions and millions and millions of lives depended on whether or not I killed my child I'd think long and hard about killing my child right okay For the right good. like dude at like what like you know what is the value of a human life right versus a billion human lives like there is something to be said for the greater good and, and I so, honestly can say all day that I would do the same thing, but I honestly don't know. Well, it's I don't know either, that, but but like you're also not part. You are also not sworn into a secret society, right? <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know you have not you sworn an oath. To, yeah, you've not sworn <laughs> an oath to do that, right? Right, and to to do whatever it takes, and but Save like to do world. as little. And the thing, but the thing about the te- the Templars is they're trying to cause as little harm as possible along the way, right. right? And like the fact that he even had that conflict, like I don't think it makes him a bad Templar necessarily. I think it makes him, I think it makes him a good person, but a bad Templar, right? I agree. To, to be a good dude. Templar, you have to. It makes you, you have to. Perfect sense that he would feel that way, and and also he's kind of a dick. Well, I think he's kind of a dick, dude, to be honest with you. Sure. Like, sure. He wasn't as a much of a dick, dick in Assassin's he's Creed like- Rogue. No. When you saw him. But in Assassin's no. Creed 3, dude was a dick. I'm sorry. Okay, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. But he kind of was Kenway. an asshole. I, I think <laughs> we, should, we, should, we should end this episode talking about him, okay? Because I think he's, like, a main the main character. Right. Okay. But I think he was faking it till he made it basically that he didn't want to be an assassin or a templar okay 
He's just doing that, what he has to do to survive. But he's do, doing what he has to do. And, you know, he, he just, he didn't, he got put in positions that, like, nobody should ever have to be put in. And he didn't even want to be there. You know, like, right. a lot of these guys did. A lot of the Templars did want to be doing this, right? Like, he clearly didn't. And the fact that he handled the situation so well, because a lot of it, like, there's a moment at the end of Rogue that I'm not going to spoil for you, okay? I appreciate but like, that. Because I, like, I just redownloaded on the Xbox. He... So... It's another didn't kill my son moment, basically. Okay, another moment like that mm-hmm. where he did he did the wrong thing, but for the right reason. Okay. And just don't tell me. Just stop talking. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you, but God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> like it's you know, spoiler alert. God damn. <laughs> Take your headphones off. I don't know. Fuck, like it's just I don't know. It he's there's some of hate there like there's some of Haytham Kenway in all of us. He's one of those characters, right? Where even though he's a dick, like he's there's but some you of understand all of us why he's being a dick. Because he has yeah, to Yeah, well you just he understand that he's dick. like in an impo- he's constantly in an impossible situation. Right. Right? Which and if you were right? him, you would probably be lucky to make the decisions he made in those under those circumstances. No, I probably That's... would just fucking put a bullet in my head, dude. <laughs> like, Pass the burden onto somebody else, dude. <laughs> right. Well, but 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 that's the thing, you know. He had a unique insight. Right. And and he he saw you know, things differently than a lot of other people did, for sure. Right. I feel like he was kind of odd doing his own thing to an extent. You know, he was playing his own game. Maybe he's one of those precursors. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe Which one? The, like, the fail one? He's like Achilles. Jesus. Jesus. No, he's or Achilles. Achilles. Yeah. <laughs> I would no, be he's, he's like this. He's like this fucking hard ass. Okay. Right. Except for except for when it comes to like murdering people he's supposed to murder. And then right. he can't fucking do it. It just like. <laughs> <laughs> I, not Achilles. Not Achilles, the assassin mentor. Achilles, the Greek. No, I God. know. Right, no, I know, or Roman god, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. He wasn't a god. Ancient god. He was a demigod, I think. He was a, wasn't a he? demigod? Whatever. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he's. Or he was like. I don't know. His mom was like a nymph or something like that. And I'm we not could do that a well history of a Greek mythology episode <laughs> and talk not. about Achilles. Percy um, Jackson's the Greek gods. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, let's not. Let's not and say we did. Right. <laughs> I mean, not my favorite subject, but. It is rather interesting no, not, sometimes. But no, I just I think that I think that Haytham Kenway is one of the better characters. He's probably the best character in the Assassin's Creed meta. And because he's the most human character. He's the most relatable character. He's the only one who like when when he kills somebody, like I don't think he wants like I think he feels bad. And I don't think most does. of the people there feel bad. Seems like a little bitch. In any of the games, <laughs> anybody in any of the games feels bad about killing anybody except for him. Especially He's the only not one the Ezio, because Ezio's a sociopath. Hell no, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, what? Yeah. Like, honestly, I would love to see somebody do a psychoanalysis, a psychoanalysis of 
of Ezio. Maybe you should do that. Bro, I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> I know it's a, I know it's a soft science, but right, Dude, I just, it's not a science, bro. <laughs> no, it's not. But, <laughs> no, but it's, but I think that you know it would be interesting because, uh, yeah, you say sociopath, I say psychopath. A little bit that of both. That dude is. Is there really a difference, though? Yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> there's totally a difference. All right. Like, sociopaths kind of understand that what they're doing is wrong. Psychopaths don't. Like, they, they have no... But they both enjoy it. <laughs> That's the thing. Is they both enjoy what right, they're doing. Right, but, like, Ezio just, like... He doesn't... He doesn't seem like the thought ever crosses his mind. No, but I do got one thing to say about Ezio. He is kind of an idiot too like he's not the yeah smart. he's not smart at all no he's really dumb and well okay <laughs> like, no i wouldn't say he's dumb i'd say no. he's italian he's just lazy right I, well fuck he's you. just like yeah, drunk italian, he's drinking bro. he's drinking and he's eating you know italian food and, he, and there's just there's just everything's you know italian around him and, he, and it's and it's hot right I in the guess. mediterranean and he's just kind of like you know <laughs> hey, what, what, what you gonna do? You're gonna sit around in the fuck of beaches. I don't know why I made him sound like Mario, but you uh, know, that was more Luigi actually. Luigi, yeah. Either way, Luigi. Yeah, it just you know, he's nothing against Mario Italians. Mario games are awesome too. And you're Sicilian. They're barely Italian. Well, not full Sicilian, but yeah, that's, they're that's, not considered part of that ethnic group. It's not. It's not. You're not. You're not connected are, to the but boot. We, do we really isn't consider it, us it, Italians? No, we're Sicilians. Isn't it an island? Yeah, dude. It's the little. Yeah, that the boot like, is kicking. Little, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's not part of the mainland. You're. You're good. You're isolated. Ask any Sicilian if they're Italian. They'll probably, right, and they'll, they'll probably tell you. Kill you. They'll probably. Kill, I'll, end up, <laughs> I'll end up rolled up in a fucking rug in a Salvation Army like drop box. Well, also, I don't tell this to pretty much anybody because I'm so utterly ashamed. So I'm going to go ahead and tell it to everybody who listens to my podcast, which is nobody <laughs> right now. Well, I don't know. We've got a few views. Uh, but I have a little bit of French Canadian in me as well. French Canadian. Yes. My my father's side, uh, his great-grandparents, great-grandparents or great-great-grandparents, they came through America through Canada. And they were in Canada right. for like a generation or two. And then they came down to America. I have some Canadian in me. I don't know if they're French Canadian. I got, dude, I'm a mutt. Oh, okay. I mean, my dad I did one of those. Too. I got a little bit of Eskimo in me, too. My dad did one of those 23 <laughs> in me DNA test. I want to do one, but also I don't want to just shit my DNA off to be analyzed to some right. unknown agency. Well, you know, you'll help solve crimes and stuff. So yeah, but what if I ever decide I want to become a criminal? Then, I, fucked, then I'm dude. fucked. Sorry, sorry, too late, <laughs> I'm dude, keeping my options open, dude. Someone keep... in your family, somebody within three steps of you in your family has turned in their DNA. And if they get your I'm, DNA... I would just from assume a, my mother probably would do that, something from, like yeah, that. Yeah, if they get your DNA from a crime scene, they'll be able to they trace you through fucking, genetic. It's called genetic Then in a hundred years, forensic, they can fucking jump in the animus and be me. Yeah, it's called <laughs> genetic genealogy or for, forensic genealogy something like that and it's it like it's, yeah. it's genealogists working with dna analysis companies to form family trees 
and like they're hunting down serial killers and shit through this like cold cases well, dude they're finding the people a who did it killer. okay no it's crazy but hey but um, let's be real here 60s between the 60s and like the early 90s late 90s maybe that was really the golden age to be a serial killer dude so like if you were a serial killer in that time might as well just not even be a serial killer. Well, you're talking about the modern era, right? Because you could have been a serial killer at any time in the past, pretty much, and gotten away with it. You just kept traveling. That's stupid. true. Well, I mean... You know, before telegraphs and well, newspapers and shit. I mean, come on, dude. Like, we don't hear dude, about... I've played Red Dead Redemption real 2. notorious serial I've killers. I've played Red Dead Redemption 2, and there are serial killers that you can find in, in that game. Yeah, but I mean, Jack the Ripper was around. You know, I'm talking about, like... Say say it's the year fourteen hundred, and you know, or fourteen thirty two, and the fucking black plague's going on, and the fucking the fucking hundred years war is right, going who's on, stopping and you're a serial killer stabbing some people in you know? France. Like you <laughs> could literally murder thousands of people a year and not get caught. Like, <sighs> especially if you were like you know from a well-to-do inbred family, right. You could get. Like, you could. The police. I mean, I mean. The, the, well, the well let's just assume. Let's just assume, like, because you know, a lot of a lot know. of the. What do you classify? Because you know, like, you you just pull peasants down into your dungeon and murder them if you wanted. But like, I'm talking about like, what we would consider a serial killer, like just some schmuck traveling around doing his thing. Like, yeah, dude, I think there were probably some way more brutal, way more prolific right. serial killers. You know, I but don't. Yeah, I think... am basically talking about like the modern serial killer. You know, this is turning into a true crime show. Right? What the fuck are we talking about now? We went <laughs> we talk a... about everything. I guess on we this went show. from That's Assassin's Creed, which is basically a game about serial killers. It's a beer. It's a game about serial killers. <laughs> and but that's that's why I like Assassin's Creed Rogue because instead of serial killing, you stop serial killers and you beat up right. gangs and renovate buildings. There you go. Just general do-goodery. Well, you know, I think that that's going to do it for us tonight. Um, yep. To everybody who's listening, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Drop yes, a like, hit the like button, subscribe button, leave a comment. You know, we'll read it and respond to it maybe as long as you're not an asshole. Um, wrong way. You're pointing the wrong way. No, I'm pointing the right way on my screen. Not on my screen. And I'm the one recording the video, son. Perfect. He'll do it. <laughs> He'll respond to your comment. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for listening. And yeah, have a good night. We're out. Have a great one. Peace. Peace. Cue the music.